Welcome to Imperfect Action. Of course, I'm Brock Edwards, and this is the show where we're looking for ideas and information and inspiration to help us get out of our own way, take that first step, take that next step. Uh, I'm always looking forward to talking to guests that help us, you know, play bigger, do better, move the world forward. And so today I'm really excited to have Sasha Popovich on from Vega IT Sourcing. And uh, this is kind of a been, been a few months in, in the making here. Uh, Alexander Karouf, who was a guest back in the fall, introduced me to Sasha. And we've also had his head of, well, basically uh, we call it H, human resources or you know, people. Um, I think she's the chief people officer. Uh, on and now we've got Sasha on. So Sasha, um, go ahead, introduce yourself. Let us know who you are and, and what you're about. Thank you, Brooke. Uh, I'm a father of two, Lola and Alexei, and I'm a co-founder of Vega IT, a software development company from Novi Sad, Serbia. I've uh, co-founded the company with my partner Vladan, who I met. Uh, when I came to Novi Sad to study, we both came to, to this uh, city, studied together. We even lived in the same room in a student's dormitory for five years. And then we got our first job together. Uh, during our uh, years of study, we were dreaming about founding a company in the future. And uh, later on, uh, we just started one. And uh, it, it started 11 years ago. And uh, we are now... Uh, well, I, I could say happy and proud to run Vega IT, surrounded with around uh, 180 people. Uh, and our vision is to create a happy and successful company and use that success to make the world a better place. Well, that's kind of a, that's kind of a big charge there. Um, so, and, and yeah, so you've got 180 employees and you've got customers, um, several countries throughout Europe. Uh, yes, we work primarily for companies from the UK, the Netherlands, Belgium, Germany, and Switzerland. All right. And so, well, you know, I, I think there's a lot we could talk about there, but you, you've kind of set it up with how how does an IT company make the world a better place? And I know that's a really big topic, but um, give us a little bit of a taste of that, a little introduction to that. Mm -hmm. yep. So I said uh, that we are from Novi Sad, Serbia, and Serbia is still a poor country. So uh, looking at our vision, we start from our local community and the country, but we also, of course, want to help the rest of the world as well. Uh, we do all different kinds of things, but believe that uh, a few are very important. Uh, and uh, the first two are education and promotion of entrepreneurship. And, uh, and so we support uh, uh, different uh, types of organizations and events that uh, uh, promote and improve education in Serbia. Uh, but we also... Uh, are very active in promoting entrepreneurship, uh, both within Vega IT and outside of our company. Uh, in in both types of activities, we we uh, <clears throat> we do support both financially and through our experience by investing our time and and uh, having our colleagues also also participate in many events. Uh, 
when it comes to uh, promoting entrepreneurship, uh, we already have some uh, good results there because in the past few years, we've co-founded a few more companies in addition to starting Vega IT. And we did that with uh, a few colleagues of ours or ex-colleagues of ours and uh, also with some people who didn't work with us before. So, so Sasha, how, so how does that work? So you had uh, colleagues, you know, you had people working at, at Vega IT. And so they, they did they just come and, and pitch an idea to you? Like, hey, I want to start a company. Do you want to join me? How, how did that work? It's, it's uh, that in some cases. So in some cases, people would pitch an idea to us and we would go for it or advise uh, the person on what else to think about before moving forward. And the other case is that we uh, just ask someone. So if we see that someone is is uh, an entrepreneur in his bone and, uh, and we feel that the time is right, then we might uh, uh, propose to someone to, to become our partner and, and start a business with us or something. That is such such a nice accolade. Like, hey, you're doing such a good job. We want you to go <laughs> start and run this company for us. Yeah, but uh, it's not only that. I, I agree, it's nice, but it's also uh, it's also good and beneficial for us as well. It's also beneficial for for the community because we, as Vega IT, can't really, or not only we we can't grow too fast, and we don't want to grow too fast. Uh, but this way we are growing our business even further more in a horizontal way and uh, by creating new companies in serbia we are also helping uh, the the community and the country to to prosper so it's not only doing something nice for people but it's also uh, doing something good for ourselves as well yeah so that's fantastic so they benefit you benefit the the community yeah. the co- the country benefits so that in itself would, would be a lot. I mean, you know, that, that would be a, a great story that we could stop there. But that's just kind of like the beginning from, from what I understand of Vega IT. Uh, because a big part of the, your, your vision is around happiness at work. H- how did that start? Well, you could say that it started for selfish reasons. Because uh, Vladan and me wanted to create a company where we will enjoy working, where we will be happy, surrounded with people who are also happy and want to work with us and like the work they're doing. So that's how we started from day one. And then it just grew uh, based on that idea. And uh, over the time, we were learning about how to keep our culture the same or even improve it. Uh, how to keep being happy at work, even though it's not uh, three or five of us anymore, but 50, 100, and now 180. So it, I could say that uh, uh, it takes uh, time, effort, and money to, to uh, keep the organization uh, at, at that level, be more happy than unhappy, etc., uh, but at, at the end, it pays off because we really enjoy being here and uh, our colleagues enjoy being here most of the time. From your perspective, why don't more organizations do that? Because, you know, you say, 
hey, I want to build it because I want to work in a happy place. And, you know, that benefits me personally. And then it, it also benefits those who work here because then they want to work here. So that makes such a, you know, that's just kind of common sense. So why do so few organizations actually take that approach, do you think? And so, yeah, I'm not sure, but my best guess is that uh, uh, from financial perspective, there is not a huge difference. So if you, if you look at the results or at least short-term results of uh, not that happy or unhappy places compared to uh, happy places like Vega IT, uh, you probably will not see a huge difference in, in financial results. Uh, and it takes time and effort to build such a culture and uh, to, to have and run a happy place. Uh, you need to speak with people a lot. You need to be available uh, to think about uh, activities that can improve relationships between people, to think about more meaningful work or some additional work that can bring meaning to to what we do, etc. And at the end, uh, if you're looking at only at uh, financial results, uh, if, uh, if you have shareholders, that are concerned about that, then there, there's not, not a huge difference. Uh, so I, I would say that it's more a preference of uh, the people leading the companies, uh, whether they would prefer to, to live and work in happy places or not, and whether they are really present, because Vladan and me are present uh, uh, here every day, and we really want to uh, work in such an environment. Yeah. You know, I, I, I guess I can see that the short term being very similar. Um, you know, you, you can get people to work hard in a variety of ways, but most of them don't work long term. And I would just imagine it would give you such an advantage long term, just in terms of who you're able to recruit, who you're able to retain. Um, and, and even just kind of from a branding perspective. I know some of the branding that you do at Vega IT is really a lot around your culture. Um, th does that also attract clients as well? Uh, some, yes. Uh, it attracts some, some, of, our, some of clients. Uh, it also, uh, I would say it also uh, connects us more uh, with some of our clients. So those that... Uh, uh, value the same things as we do. Uh, we are even being asked by some of our clients to uh, share our experiences and, and uh, best practices with them and their teams. Uh, so that helps. And the first thing that you mentioned uh, about people wanting to work with us and stay with us for longer, that's definitely a benefit as well. So not only that we enjoy working in such an environment, but we are also one of one of most desirable employers in Serbia, and uh, that's uh, very helpful uh, if you are in IT business in Serbia because uh, people don't stay for very long with their employers, and it's hard to uh, get them to work with you, etc. But for Vega IT, it's it's much easier, and people just want to work with our company. Well, you mentioned just some of the things that you do to create happiness, um, you, know, you know, being available. Um, how do you go about 
intentionally creating a happy environment? I mean, I assume it starts with even the people you hire, but I could be wrong there. But once you get them there, how, how are you managing different or how are you leading different? Yeah, so it, it's a broad topic. We could speak about it for hours probably, but uh, you're right that it starts uh, right from, from the hiring. Uh, we, we would not choose the people who are great engineers, but will not fit well into our culture. It's not that we want people to think the same or something like that, but uh, we, we will not hire people who uh, who we would not like to, to work with uh, and be surrounded with. So that helps a lot. And, and uh, I hear that quite often, uh, that we just have good people here at Vega IT. And I hear that from uh, people who join us, but also from our clients, that they are just good people. Uh, but there are also many activities. Uh, you mentioned Alexander Kerloff. Uh, we are partners with his company for years now. Uh, so we have access to uh, the, the, the material that uh, Alex and his team is producing. Uh, there we can uh, get ideas about events that we can organize, uh, all different kinds of activities that we organize, etc. Uh, but it's also about... Uh, uh, our values, encouraging our colleagues to uh, take ownership and responsibility of the work they do. Uh, it, it's about uh, it, helping people to connect and, and uh, build good relationships internally and with our clients as well. Uh, I, I mentioned that uh, we are available and we literally are. Uh, both Vladan and I don't have offices within the company we just uh, uh, sit with our colleagues i change uh, the office i sit in every week so i would just uh, uh, sit with uh, different people every week and uh, that way i can connect better with them and uh, maybe uh, see some improvement points within the office or relationship with between the people and, and similar and we are, it's very easy to approach us and speak with us uh, because we are there. Uh, it's also, uh, they're, they're also, we are very transparent, for example, and uh, that also leads to increased happiness uh, because we don't leave any questions unanswered uh, or, or comments hanging somewhere and, and uh, threatening to ruin, ruin things. Uh, for example, you can easily ask a question uh, to anyone, including uh, us, the, the founders, and you can do that anonymously at any time. So you just go to a page on our uh, internal portal and you can anonymously send a question. And the moment you do that, everyone within the organization will receive an email with that question. And uh, there, there's no filtering or checking the email before it gets sent to everyone. And, uh, and then the next Friday, we gather uh, around at the end of the day and answer or comment on, on what was sent, uh, no matter how tricky or ugly it might be. Hmm. Wow. I would imagine that creates some tense conversations, but maybe not. 
No, no, not really, not really. I mean, there were there were some tricky questions in the beginning when we introduced this years ago, but then over the time it just dropped, and nowadays people would either uh, come and speak with us directly, or the anonymous questions are not that tricky anymore. Mm. We've just uh, covered all the tricky topics, I guess. Uh, but there, there are other things to that. For example, uh, we're also thinking about uh, uh, meaningful work. Sometimes the projects we work on uh, might not have some broader meaning other than uh, uh, getting us salaries to feed our families. Uh, but we, we do things like um, uh, helping the community uh, by coding for different causes. It started a few years ago with a two-day hackathon uh, where we, uh, before the hackathon, asked uh, people from the community to propose project ideas and then we uh, choose those that are feasible and uh, we allow the community to vote for those that they would like to be implemented. And that, that's how it started. But nowadays, uh, it, it's uh, much more, and we are working on community or non-profit projects uh, throughout the year. Uh, this year, we had the first international projects, so it's not only for the local community or the country we live in, but uh, uh, for, for, for the whole world. And uh, we, we've seen that many people connect with that and, and appreciate that and really feel good about being able to invest uh, uh, some of our time and even some of their free time to work on such projects. That, that is a wild thought, doing a community-based hackathon. Um, yeah. I, I've never heard of that before. That's really, really cool. So, yeah, so you, you have... Yeah, sorry no, to no, interrupt. no. You just, just want to say that you also have a benefit there of a regular hackathon because people are learning something new. They're... Uh, building good relationships by working on, on project during the hackathon and uh, they're improving their technical skills, etc. But in addition to that, they're doing something good for someone else. Mm. So, so there's just like no downside to that. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, it, it, it sounds like it, it absolutely benefits everyone in a, in a very positive way. So, You've got all that going on. Um, that's enough to keep up with. But but I know there's more because before we started recording, you mentioned that you've also started uh, kind of some health and wellness programs around the company. That's true. Uh, so it, it started uh, from day one because we always wanted to uh, live healthy lives. And uh, we were always uh, allowing our colleagues to uh, exercise and uh, and we were advising them on on the living healthier lives and you, over the years uh, we were improving on that and nowadays we have uh, uh, paid uh, yoga classes crossfit uh, uh, trainings as well uh, regular gym we have a basketball team and a football team uh, uh, our colleagues uh, have uh, subsidized healthy meals every day. Uh, 
we have private medical insurance for our, our, our colleagues, etc. Uh, but in addition to that, we recently started a fit life program that's further encouraging our colleagues to exercise on a regular basis and live health, healthier lives. And that led to uh, increased number of people who go for trainings. Uh, and, and for those who already were exercising, it led to increased number of uh, trainings per week. And if, you, you could even see competitions between people trying to score more points every month, uh, get to the top five. Uh, we, we also have uh, rewards for those who are the best, but not only the best uh, uh, in the sense of uh, going for uh, the highest number of uh, achieved points or trainings, but also uh, to people who who made the best progress since the previous month or in, in, in the last year or, or similar. Uh, and we see that the results are great and people are really uh, starting to live healthier lives and exercise more and, and so on. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. So, there, there's much more to that. I, I was just uh, trying to remember of things that, that are most recent. Okay. I actually kind of kind of want to back up a little bit here. So, what what have you learned as uh, you know as a leader, as a co-founder? Because you know, running a company that has five people in it is different than a company with fifty. Is different than a company with one hundred and eighty. And so, you know, how what have you learned, or how have you grown as a leader, or what advice would you give to another leader who was in a fast-growing company? Yeah, so both Vladan and me started as uh, software developers, software engineers, and during our studies didn't really learn uh, anything about entrepreneurship and how to run a company. Uh, so from day one, in addition to improving our technical skills, we were always working on our professional development and, and, and trying to learn the, the things that we didn't know or that we were not great at. Uh, and so it was 11 years ago and we are still learning every day, uh, reading whatever book we can get our hands on, uh, speaking with other people who might have more experience or different experience than us. And we are always trying to be a bit ahead, uh, of, uh, the company size that we are at at that moment. Uh, so we, we were... When we started, uh, we, we we were reading a lot, but also going for external trainings, uh, mostly soft skills trainings uh, about uh, leadership, communication, well, also man, many other other things. Uh, we also had to learn about uh, finances and uh, business administration in general. So. The, 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 the main uh, advice I would give to people is not to stop learning at any time. And, and I've seen that uh, many companies, especially in our region, uh, stop growing at around 20 to 30 people. And, and some even uh, disappear after some time. And uh, I see the main as the main reason the fact that they're not really... Uh, growing themselves and they can't keep up with the growth of the company. Uh, 
and and there usually I'm referring to uh, other IT companies led by software engineers. Mm. So we just don't have the right knowledge and experience when we are starting companies like this, and we have to learn every day, uh, read, uh, share knowledge, learn from others, etc. So if I recall from my conversation with Maya, uh, Vega IT doesn't have a sales department. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. So uh, how does that work? Uh, well, it works through word of mouth mostly. So we, we uh, have very satisfied uh, clients who prefer to work with us for years and even to recommend us to, to others. Or it also happens that uh, uh, people who we work with uh, leave the company, go somewhere else, and uh, call us to work with their new company as well. And uh, that, that, that has been the, the main sales channel for us uh, for the past 11 years. Uh, we recently uh, started a joint venture uh, with some partners from... Uh, Denmark, uh, and we have a sales office there now, but it's still uh, in the process of uh, uh, getting first results and, and uh, starting to, to bring work. But so far, almost everything that uh, we got as, as new work was through word of mouth and uh, recommendation by happy clients. It, it's also, so, so the fact that we are not doing sales <clears throat> and the fact that uh, uh, we have a very unique uh, proposition to our clients uh, that they can uh, decrease or cancel our teams with a one-day notice. Uh, keeps us always uh, uh, very dedicated to the success of our clients. So we, we are always we always keep in our minds that uh, our clients, even though we've been working with them for like ten years, they can cancel the complete teams uh, with a day notice so that that keeps us very motivated and uh, uh, and and uh, uh, doesn't allow us to forget that that the clients are the business and that we we have to keep them happy as well and not only ourselves wow that is um, that's really amazing um, you know, that, that is a commitment to the client that, uh, very few organizations that, that I've heard about are, are willing to make. So you work hard on your own company's culture. You work hard on building the community and affecting the world. You were in multiple countries. You don't have a sales department. It's word of mouth and, and customer care, basically, um, You've grown this company from from being a software engineer to you know now having 180 people as well as other companies that you've co-founded with, with ex colleagues and others. Um, I can imagine that that people often say to you, "Well, sure, it works for Vega IT, but it would never work here." And you are doing things that are so different, and yet not only seem to be working, but just kind of work on a common sense level. Um, what, what would your response be to those companies that say, you know what, it just wouldn't work here? I, I would say that it's definitely not easy, especially if you didn't start like that from day one. But I strongly believe that it's possible and that the benefits are, are 
worth uh, the investment of time and, and effort and money. Uh, and it, it's not that Vega IT is really unique as a happy organization. You, you can uh, hear and read about many other happy organizations of different sizes in industries. So I, w- I would advise people to uh, read about that first and then then make conclusions and uh, hopefully start building or improving their organizations to become happy places. So if they hadn't started on day one, you know, so the, the company's running, it's established, is there a place that you would say, you know, this is the piece that needs to be in place first, start here? It probably depends uh, from organization to organization, depend, depending on what their main pain points are and uh, uh, where where they would benefit the most from. Uh, but I, I would say, uh, if I would be speaking to, to a leader who doesn't know his people that well, maybe the first very easy approach would be to go out of uh, his or her office and uh, do do the thing that I'm doing, just sit with uh, with their colleagues and get to uh, get a sense of uh, how people breathe, uh, what their thoughts are, what's uh, bothering them and, and similar. So that could be a good starting point to at least understand what's not working that well and then think about improvements. I would also suggest uh, that they uh, uh, use help of people who whose profession is happiness at work, like Alexander Kerloff and, and similar organizations, uh, because we, we didn't know everything either on our own. We also asked for help. We were learning from others, reading, etc. All right, nice. Well, as we wrap up here today, so, I mean, so much going on. And as you mentioned, there are topics that we brought up that we could spend, you know, a long time digging into. Um, so we, but Vega IT is up to so many different cool things. I want to try and get at least a little piece of, of all of that in there. Uh, where can people find you on the internet to learn more about you or learn more about Vega IT? The people can find us uh, uh, easily on our website, vegaIT.rs. Uh, we also have a part of our culture book published there. So if, if people want to uh, quickly learn more about our company, I would suggest they first uh, read what's published there as, as part of our culture book. They can always uh, reach us through social media or any other way and uh, even come to visit us. We have a book a tour page on our website uh, where you can also come to Vega IT as a group and get a tour of, through our company and, and hear the full story and maybe get inspired uh, or get some ideas on how you can uh, build such an organization or change your organization to be more like Vega IT. Fantastic. Well, my, my final question that, that I always ask is, you know, you do a lot to help others. What could the listeners do to help you? What ask would you have of them? Yeah, so I already mentioned that uh, we live in a still poor country and that uh, 
our vision is to make the world a better place. Uh, so what, what would help is for people to spread some good words about what we are doing and about uh, similar successful stories from Serbia. Uh, I believe that that could benefit uh, our community and and then uh, uh, my colleagues and me because we live here and uh, uh, but then as an effect that would benefit others as well so uh, maybe as, as a first thing uh, spread the word and uh, uh, and let us know if if you would like to come in and uh, meet Vega team. Fantastic. Sasha, this has been a fabulous conversation. I love learning about companies like Vega IT. They're just doing things differently in such a, a positive way and really focused not just on this next quarter, but you know how, how do you make the world a better place for the people that work with you, for the community, for the country, for the world. Um, so thank you so much for spending some time with me today and sharing your ideas. Yeah, you're welcome. And thank you, Brock, for inviting me. And I want to thank you for what you're doing. I've, I've been uh, listening to several of your podcasts. And uh, and I, I, I really could learn from that. So, But by doing what you're doing, you're also helping the world become a better place. So thank you. Just a little, just a little